Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Laundry Lessons with Craig and Leah. We're here today to talk about those really tough stains on whites. The good news here is if you pre-treat them and then pre-soak them in cold water, not hot, you should be able to bleach them out in a load that comes after that. Oh, hey, Sean, what's going on? Listen, I, my day was already going bad. Started my day with Starbucks' jank-ass cups spilling coffee all over me for no reason. And then Craig decided, Did you get Starbucks, by the way? Uh, I, I don't know. A large. <laughs> a, a grande, technically, but not but a not grande. A large it was a large, but that also doesn't really exist. Okay. A venti is what I technically got. Well, <laughs> yes, this is the laundry podcast. There's nothing else going on in sports to talk about right now. Um, but thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes podcast, brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app. America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Craig. Petey, you know, he's kind of in some hot water right now with the FCC after his Roman read yesterday. I don't know. So he's on probation at the moment from our show. Yeah, he's with our attorneys right now. We'll yeah, see how that goes. We'll Hopefully see. it turns out well for him. <laughs> we just got the eyes from Max. Uh, no, Petey is taking a much-deserved day off. Today. I don't know about much deserved, but he's taking a day off. So. <laughs> Nonetheless, he's taking the day off. But we're going to go around the NHL today. It's kind of our first time doing that on a live show. And it's been a while since we and did it, right? it's been a long time. And I know this is what everyone wants to talk about today is the uh, NHL pays new leader. Yeah, huge deal. Nothing else happened. Groundbreaking. Um, no, let's be real. We got to talk about Kevin Durant. Yeah, we do. I know this is a coyote show. I know it's a hockey show, but... We are also a PHNX show, and we'd be remiss if we did not talk about one of the biggest trades to ever happen in the Valley. So, Craig, what are your thoughts on this massive blockbuster trade that's at Kevin Durant? It's the just Sons? that. I love What an entrance for Matt Ishbia, right? This, it's like all chips in right now. Hi, I'm here. Day one. Let's go. And we I'm going for a title. Love and it from an owner. Right now. What a way to usher in the Matt Ishbia era in Phoenix Suns history. And listen, if you look at the the Valley's history of big trades, the Suns have s- several of them. They're they're definitely the leader in the clubhouse, but there's a there's a reason for that. First of all, they've been around longer by at least two decades than any other team. But this is a Suns town. 
It has always been a son's town. It could have been a Cardinals town if the Cardinals had any clue what they were doing, but it's a son's town. People love the Suns when they are good, when they are a contender, all eyes are on them. And that's the state of things right now. Here's how big the Kevin Durant story is. It's so big that they've even roped me in to write a story tomorrow. <laughs> As Craig is literally writing a non-hockey story because of this. It has a little hockey element to okay. it, and that's all is there, I'll say. Is there There's a Coyotes in? reference in it. Oh, There's okay. a Coyotes piece to it. There you have it. Yeah, it's just it's just crazy to think about. And it's, it's funny that this all came up because I was listening to a hockey podcast on the way in, and they were talking about just kind of the lack of major blockbuster trade deadline deals in the NHL. And just if that happened, how maybe more eyes, how many more eyes would be on the NHL? And a lot of it has to do with the hard salary yeah, cap. Most of it. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and it's just, you know, it's just an unfortunate part of the way things are, but it's rare that you see a blockbuster like this at a trade deadline. And this would almost certainly never happen in the NHL. Like, mm -hmm. I think the biggest trade we've seen in the last year in the NHL was probably like the Matthew Kachuk. Yeah, that was a big trade. One, but, but that yeah. was in the summer, right? Yeah, it was in the summer. Yeah. So it, it's just crazy. And what you said about the owner, like imagine if Alex Morello came in and it's like they traded for, I don't know. Austin Matthews. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like that's that's yeah. what this is. It's yeah. crazy. You know what this feels like to me? And this is, a, I'm, I'm old. So <laughs> I had the, I had the pleasure of covering Jerry Colangelo owned teams. This feels like a Jerry Colangelo move to me. A guy who cared so much about winning. I mean, as a fan, you want the guy running the team that cares more about winning than he cares about his finances. And I'm not saying Matt Ishbia doesn't care about finances. They're clearly important. You have to, you have to pay the piper at some point. But Jerry cared so much about winning. He cared so much about sort of the soul and developing the soul of the valley. He went all in on multiple deals. He tried to win with the Suns, never quite got there, got there with the Diamondbacks. That's what this feels like. And it's a, I'm not saying it's going to lead to a title for the Suns, but they are on the short list now of contenders. And that's really cool. Let, let this bring the good vibes to the Valley. <laughs> let this turn the tides of luck. And maybe it will trickle down to the Coyotes, specifically in the NHL draft lottery. Moving on from Kevin Moving Durant. On. Speaking of to? speaking of salary caps and stuff Indeed. like that, the big news in hockey right now is not a major blockbuster trade. It is though that the NHLPA is expected to name its new leader, U.S. Labor Secretary and former Boston Mayor Marty Walsh. He's currently part of the Biden administration. He is reported to be tapped to leave the Biden administration to run the NHLPA. Imagine yeah, leaving, yet, but yeah. leaving a presidential cabinet. That's pretty cool. I mean. By the way, and this is like my favorite fun fact of the day, um, Marty Walsh was the designated survivor on Tuesday <laughs> for the State of the Union. Yeah. So if like anything bad ha happened there, Marty Walsh would be the president of the United States right now. But instead, he will be running the National Hockey League's Players Association. Yeah, and this is, I mean... We'll wait for the official announcement, but it's going to be interesting to see the direction that the PA takes. Uh, you'll you'll remember that they, when as part of the return to play negotiations back in July 2020, they agreed to extend the current terms of the collective bargaining agreement through the 25-26 season. But you can bet that they're going to start talking about this soon, right? I mean, maybe as soon as next season. What are the things that are going to be on the table? 
And I'll look at this more in depth with uh, input from a lot of players, former players and agents, all of whom will be anonymous, by the way, so they can speak freely. <laughs> I'm curious what will be on the table, what the issues will be. Clearly, escrow is going to be on there. Clearly, the cap, you know, the, the the hard cap that you just mentioned is probably going to be brought up. Rookie salaries may be there. Health of players. When when we look at things like the Tanner Pearson and Jack Eichel situations, yeah. will there be some give there? And and I have to wonder, and nobody has said this to me yet, but what about the schedule that we've talked about yeah. so many times? Do you want to modify that a little bit? They're not going to give up games. Nobody's giving up games because that's revenue. But can you space it out? Can you start doing the series? All these things, I wonder, will they be on the table? A lot of things for Marty Walsh to think about as uh, as he eventually comes in as the head of the NHLPA, replacing Don Fair. Yeah, so the current CBA is ex- through the 25-26 season. I feel like just as in <laughs> for NHL fans, you know, there was the half-year lockout in 2013, the full lockout in 2005. Like, I just, as a hockey fan, like, I just cannot bear to go through that again. Yeah, and I, and we had, obviously we had, we've had a lot of work stoppages under Gary Bettman, but, and that's going to be part of his legacy, but a lot of people criticize Bettman for, for fairly, for a, for a number of decisions he's made. But when, when you look at the growth of the league, revenue-wise, since he's been in that seat, it's clearly grown by leaps and bounds. But people will always still compare it to the other leagues. I don't think that's fair to compare it to yeah. the other leagues. I don't think the NHL is ever going to be what those other leagues are. It just doesn't have that sort of reach. Um, but revenue, league overall league rev- revenue will certainly be on the table. They'll be asking about TV rights, all all these other things. And you know, we we've talked about the RSN situation. Yeah. How's that going to impact it? But clearly, the the number one task for anybody taking over here, and the, and the number one concern for both the players and for the owners is. Revenue growth. How do we keep growing this thing? How do we make it bigger so that the you know the pie that we're all sharing is bigger? We each get a bigger slice. Yeah, absolutely. So we'll you know wait for him to get his appointment. But just an, a really interesting guy overall. Hmm. Um, he's a he's a sports fan. Boston two terms. Yeah, <laughs> two terms as the mayor of Boston. I don't know what that sound was by the way. I don't, I don't know, know either. Um, and in in this story in the Athletic, um, which was written by Steve Buckley, who had the chance to t- meet. Walsh in the past, um, he talked about him being an ally of the LGBTQ plus community, which, you know, that's a major, you know, underlying storyline going on right now in the NHL and in society. So it's just, you know, really looking forward to learning more about him. I think in the past, a lot of these high level executives, they're just businessmen first, not, you know, not really fans. It's cool to, you know, learn about him on a personal level a little bit. And, you know, as times change... You need different people in different roles. Yeah, and the 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 wealth of experiences that he has in his you know his past stops, it's just it's fascinating. Again, I don't know if it's going to translate to this position, but he has a lot of different perspectives to bring to the table, and that's that's fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. Well, more to come on that. But speaking of potential blockbuster trades, if maybe it was five years <sighs> ago. Yeah, five five to ten years ago, this would be more of a blockbuster. But two names that have been on the table as trade bait, I guess, Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves. Yeah. The trade deadline is three weeks away. We did our whole preview show for the Coyotes specifically yesterday. So if you missed that, go back and watch or listen to that. But in terms of the NHL, it's, it's time to decide what's going to happen with Jonathan Taves and Patrick Kane. Are they going to end their careers as Blackhawks? 
Are they going to be moved at the deadline? Are they going to be moved in the summer? Do they even have value left to give? I would argue Patrick Kane definitely does. Um, Not not peak Patrick Kane, but still Mm. Patrick Kane. But what do you think? I wonder about Patrick Kane still because I I, I think that playing in this situation for this long has has probably worn on him a little bit. I still think there's a spark there. I still think Patrick Kane can really help a team. And if he goes to the right situation where he's playing – I know somebody in this room wants to say Tage Thompson, but if he's playing with like Connor McDavid or Artemi Panarin, I think you might see some retro Patrick Kane for a little while. I still think he has a lot of game. Jonathan Taves is having, I don't want to call it a a renaissance season because he's not quite to that level, but he's having a respectable season. And I think in the right role, you know, as a middle six center, he could help a team. He certainly has playoff experience. He's, he's an incredible faceoff guy. I think he's leading the league right now. Um, He's a great defensive center, just a responsible player, a respected leader. So both of these players obviously will be difficult to fit in with their cap situations, but I think they can both help someone. It's hard as a, I don't want to say I'm a former Blackhawk fan, but with all that they went through with the Kyle Beach thing, it was, it tarnished the franchise. It tarnished a lot of things. But when I watched them win the first cup, when Patrick Kane scored the goal that nobody Nobody knew was in the net, (laughs) it was... I, like that's that's my childhood team, and I had waited for so long, and then dealt with so much heartache with this team. They finally broke the string. These were the guys that did it. These were the two key pieces, along with my favorite Blackhawk ever, Marion Hossa and Duncan Keith. There were some others, but those those are the principles. It's hard to watch guys like this move on. I know it's time, and I I don't think that they're going to retire Blackhawks. I do think both of these guys will probably move on and try and get one more taste of it because it's it's been way too long. It. it longer than it should have been because of a certain GM who doesn't get named on this show anymore because he did such an abjectly bad job with his franchise. I would like to see both of these guys get another crack at a cup. It would be fun to watch, especially Patrick Kane, in the right situation. If he gets paired with a guy like McDavid or Panarin, it's electric. As Petey would say, boy, howdy. (laughs) Boy, howdy. (laughs) It would just be so bizarre to see them in other uniforms sure it's just crazy like the underlying theme of just these massive trades and like yeah. just people who have been in one uniform their whole life all of a sudden in something different that's how i know a lot of suns fans feel about mikhail and cam right now i'm just bringing it back around but anyway um <laughs> it, it'll be interesting and yeah. we'll we'll talk more about the and the impact of the overall nhl trade deadline as we get closer as Almost well three weeks now we're, we're three weeks one, from tomorrow three weeks from tomorrow yeah yeah it's really close now. Really, really close. Stuff's going to start happening. Yep, it will. Um, and, man, the NBA trade alliance today, we've already seen a, a whole bunch, obviously. Yeah, some may not be done. They may, may still be trying to add some, I think, needed defense. So yep. we'll see what they do. We will see. But, Craig, that goal that Patrick Kane scored in the Cup was... 2010? Against the Flyers. The Philadelphia Flyers. Yes. Michael Layton, you want me to replay every no. moment of it but i, I do remember watching it and being really confused i was um, sit. i watched it with my dad and literally cried when they won the cup i literally cried i yeah i would cry if the coyotes won yeah. the cup um i cried when the penguins won the cup but that's my that's my alter ego is me as a penguin fan but <laughs> yeah, well see but you have photos with Sidney Crosby. but you have photos of like every nhl leah leah is the forest gump of nhl media <laughs> by the way has a photo with everybody but not Sidney crosby Oh, you don't? No, you he's the Sid? one person I've never met. Sid, what's? I, I can't believe you snubbed her. Come on, Sid. What's the deal with that? It's, it's so upsetting. Okay. But yeah. well. Philadelphia, that was, what, 13 years ago now? Just under 13 years. And we all know 
And we knew this going into the season that the Flyers would be maybe one of the teams even contending with the Coyotes for that first overall pick. And, you know, their their season, I feel like, has gone much like we thought it has. They're in that bottom mix, not quite in the mix for Bedard. Yeah. Well, watch them win the lottery now that I said that. But, you know, they're they're in that they're not they're not a playoff team. They're not a bubble team. Yeah. So the Philadelphia Flyers and John Tortorella sent a letter to fans. And I know this is really tiny, so I'm going to read it. But this is the letter. Good thing. I can't read it. Um, I think there's words on a page yeah. there. That's all I can So do. this is the letter that went out to fans. To our valued Inside Edge measure, m- members, at the beginning of the season, we set out to build a foundation for the future and a standard for how we're going to play night in and night out. Now that we're halfway through the season, I want to share with you what I've seen from our guys. I've been very pleased with our team's effort, drive, and hunger to compete. Perhaps more importantly, and I hope you've noticed this too, I love the way this team has consistently responded to the challenges we face both as individuals and as a group. Throughout the locker room, our players are showing a full commitment to getting it right. We also have some kids here who impressed me. Some of them have taken on heavy minutes and big responsibilities, and they're going into the impact players we need them to be. This development of our young players is absolutely crucial for our future. This is a long letter. Should I read the whole thing? Nah. Okay. Torch didn't write it either. I will read it toward the end. I'm not going to lie. I'm skipping a paragraph. I'm not going to lie to you. I want to be clear about this. We're not there yet. This year was the first step in building the future of the Flyers and restoring our reputation as one of the most respected teams in hockey. We're in the thick of the season right now. We're going to see how our group responds to the challenges that lay ahead with the schedule. Hey, calling out the schedule. Just saying. Mm. It's a grind, blah, blah, blah. We need you with us. We're going to get this right. I'm skipping to the end now. We're going to make you proud. And together, we're going to remind everyone what this team is all about. Okay? So this is the letter. Ghostwritten. Yes. Definitely not. That was not Tortorella. <laughs> I've talked to John Tortorella too much. He used different language. Yeah. But. So then this tweet um, went out. Following up, this is from Charlie O'Connor. Following up on yesterday's letter from John Tortorella to season ticket holders, the Flyers informed them today that the three April home games will be, quote, on them meaning that season ticket holders will get a credit for those games they can apply to their 2023-2024 ticket package. Freebies. So, Craig, what do you Freebies. think? Freebies. Can you imagine the Coyotes doing this? <laughs> okay, listen, the Flyers are not hurting financially, right? So I get it. It's it's a different animal altogether than a team that's playing in a... How many seats is it in Mullet Arena? I forget. I, I haven't been told enough by <laughs> out-of-town fans and media members. 4,600. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So it, the revenue situation is a little different. But imagine doing that for your fan base to say, you know what? We admit the online product is garbage right now. So we're we're going to give you a freebie on those last three games. We'll just apply it. As long as you stick with us, we'll apply it to the next season. That's quite a step for a franchise that already has the best mascot in pro sports. Yeah. Imagine... <laughs> If the Coyotes had to do that every time they had a bad team, how many free, free games they give yeah. away? <laughs> yeah, but it, it is funny, like that the Flyers send that letter. I think Coyotes fans are just like, yeah, we don't even need a letter. We just know. It kind of reminds me of the letter that the Rangers sent that they were going yeah. through a rebuild, and then they ended up not going through a rebuild at all. Yeah, they came back quickly, which which, which is the dream. But then you know, you're in New York. You can spend to the cap. You can yeah. Like, so the, the sort of deals that you make. But yeah, I like it when an ownership group is that transparent and not not transparent in a sort of marketing kind of way or a uh, polished, eh, this may not be entirely true kind of way. They're just laying it out there. We suck. We're going to give you the final three games free and apply it to next season. That's what this letter said. The Rangers, we're going to suck for the next few years. I like that. Just 
be honest with people. Yeah. Just be honest. And I I don't think the coyotes are are hiding the fact that they're No, Bill and I love that about Bill Armstrong. Yeah. Like doesn't hide any of that. Like he's on our show and he's just laying it out yeah. there. Like there's no mystery to this. Yes. And I like that. Just just do that. Let fans know what they're in store for. Don't don't lie to them. Don't tell them, well, you know, we're we're trying to make some moves and we may be competitive. No. We, we can see it. We can it, the honest people can can see what's going on with the franchise. So just just lay it out there Absolutely. and tell them the plan. And let's just hope that the fans will be rewarded for their yes. patience. Yes. Imagine us talking about this uh, this level of trade for the Coyotes someday. Austin Matthews, your well, hopefully he just signs as a free agent. That's true. So they don't have to give up any assets. Um, so. Who? What would be like a major blockbuster deal in like five years? It could be someone who. Yeah. So, uh, Tate Thompson. <laughs> yep. You said five years from now. Yeah. So after he has four Stanley Cups. Oh, boy. You'd be fine with that. I'll be fine. If he okay. <laughs> oh boy. Well, Coyotes fans, in the meantime, as we go endure this rebuild, at least we have four beaks beer <laughs> to uh, get us through watching these man, games man, before man. the games, after the games, during the games, for all occasions. Thank for all seasons, God. too. For all seasons. Including 23, 24, and 24, 25. <sighs> oh, did I say that out loud? I did. Sorry. Sorry, Leah. Sorry. No, you don't care, DP. You said you the quiet thing about out. The stain on yeah. your sweatshirt. <laughs> hey, if you spilled four peaks, at least that's not. Br- I guess it depends which one. If you spilled like a stout on your white sweater, that'd be a problem. But anywho, don't spill your four peaks. Make sure you drink it all because it's just that good. And if you haven't had the chance to try Arizona's number one wheat ale in the Wow Wheat, which is what Craig and Petey were drinking yesterday, one of our favorites. Then come on down to Old Town Boondocks for the Tailgate Time Machine this Saturday, February 11th. Try Four Peaks' newest innovation. It's packed full of Arizona citrus flavor, perfect for light drinking in the desert sun. It's going to be a beautiful day Saturday, so head on over to Boondocks. You must be 21 years or older to enjoy responsibly. All right. The DraftKings Sportsbook. It's been very happening since this Kevin Durant trade as well. Um, they're going to get more into that on PHNX Bets at noon with Sean, in fact. So tune nice. in. Like, just stick here on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Um, a lot of movement on DraftKings. That's what's so cool, though, is just how real time affects these lines and DraftKings right on top of it. So there's just like, I, I just love using DraftKings because of that. I know it's accurate i know it's fair and they want they want you to win like they'll give out boosts all the time um with the super bowl coming up literally this weekend there's so much fun stuff to bet on i love the prop bets i've been saying it all week long on DraftKings. so check out the DraftKings sportsbook app it's a perfect time to sign up if you're a new customer download it use the code phnx new customers can bet five dollars on super bowl 57 and get two hundred dollars in free bets instantly. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. And now, Sean. Wait, simple money line, isn't it? This this week's DraftKings pick of the week. Simple money line. Will the stain come out or will it not? <laughs> what are we doing over here? What are we doing? I'll be able to buy myself a new hoodie with all my Have you DraftKings about Sportsbook just washing it in coffee? And I said, it 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 not brown, a bad idea. A brown I do. Sweater. I do like my neutral tones. Um Craig Shade aside, uh, I had a change of heart the other night. I was all the way on on the Kansas City Chiefs. Changed it. I'm I'm riding with the the, the birds. E A G L E S Eagles. Wow. 
spread minus one and a half. Um, I don't, I, I don't know. I think I'm a little scarred from the last time the Chiefs were in the Super Bowl and Patrick Mahomes getting chased all over the stadium. Um, I think the Eagles might just kind of run all over wow. the Chiefs. So, mm. Can, or, or Philadelphia Eagles minus one and a half is my DraftKings sportsbook pick of the week. Looking forward to that. Hey, did you know that Leah's having a Super Bowl party? I'm I, not I having did. a yes. Super Bowl party. I'm I got going the invite. Yours might have gotten lost in the mail. Yeah, sorry. No, let's be I have to prepare. He's never said. I have to prepare for never the St. Patrick's Day. Or, am I still invited? We'll see. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Well, that's John Jackson's pick of the week. If you want to tail him, feel free or go against him. 50-50. We'll see. I don't advise it. <laughs> and also, like I said, tune I'm feeling in. it too, though. I'm feeling the Eagles. I am. I, I think this team's been disrespectful. Fly, Eagles, fly. Super Bowl. Charles said it. Fly, Eagles, fly. I was the only words to that song that I know. Um, I think they say victory at some point. Do they? Really quick. Like fly, Robin, fly. No? Really okay. quick, before no, no. we move on to our next topic, um, I want to just answer, make sure we answer Drew's question in the chat. Um, he asked, Craig, how would you feel about the Yotes retaining Taser Kane uh, salary as a third-party broker for Chicago? Depends on what, what what are the other pieces. Yeah. What, what's coming the Coyotes' way? What are the Coyotes gaining from it? Yeah. I think we've already acknowledged that the Coyotes might have to do that in some situations, especially yeah. if they're going to trade players away to maintain the cap floor, and they're fine doing that as long as they get something for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. What, what is going on? Um, Shane is sprinting. I've never seen this man sprint more wow. than in the last 24 hours. Uh, Super Bowl must be in yeah. town. <laughs> Welcome to this week in Phoenix sports. Um, all right. Let's move on to the – we'll start with the playoff race. Um, okay. Things are heating up in the East and the West. And it's tight. And it's crazy to think of a number of these teams not making the playoffs. Obviously, we gave our predictions before the season started – uh, might be wrong about some, might be right about others, but five teams in the East currently right around it, right around those wild card spots. You got Washington's Pittsburgh, the Islanders, Buffalo, and Florida. Pick two of the five. Am I going first? Yes. Going to make DP happy. And I said this at the start of the season, and I'm not saying I'm going to be right, but I am picking the Penguins and the Buffalo Sabres as those two teams wow. that sneak in as the wild cards. You don't think... With the move the Islanders just made that they're a playoff team? We'll see. They're hot I'm, right now. They're hot right now. But I'm, so are the Sabres, actually. But. I'm worried about Pittsburgh um, just because of their goaltending issues, injury issues. The one thing is Pittsburgh has only played 50 games, and the Islanders have played 54. Yeah. They have the same number of points, so the Penguins. Such a hard time betting against Sid, don't you? I, mean, I know. Like, can you imagine Sidney Crosby missing the I mean, playoffs? I just told you I cried when the Penguins won the Stanley Cup. Like, obviously, I want them to make the wild Is that cup. because he denied your interview yeah. request, your yeah. photo, your selfie, yeah. whatever? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. He was having a birthday party, and they wanted Sidney Crosby at the birthday party, but he wouldn't come dressed as a clown. Craig is spreading false information. He's spreading false information. All right. I'm, I'm not Okay, I'm not going to bet against Pittsburgh. I don't think I just don't think Florida is going to do it, uh, which is crazy, especially given the blockbuster we just talked about. <sighs> I think I think the Islanders are going to do it. I think Pittsburgh and the Islanders. Oh, so but no, I can't bet against Ovi. This mm-hmm. is so hard. Sean, you go. Let him rest up so we could have a 60 goal season. Sean, do you have an opinion? Uh, I was not really fully paying attention. So no, I do not. <laughs> of these five teams, which Good two to will know. make the playoffs in the East? 
The Capitals, the Penguins, the Islanders, the Sabres, the Panthers. Um, Pick two. Well. One is obvious. One Buffalo. is obvious. Um, I'm leaning Pittsburgh too, I guess. Okay. Yeah. I don't Pittsburgh know. Pittsburgh and Buffalo? Yeah. We'll see. All right. We'll see. And then you got the West. You got Minnesota, Edmonton, Calgary, Colorado, Nashville. We get to pick three from here, though. This is a different this grouping is... because of the situation in the West. Yes. So pick three. Who's in? Um, Colorado. Oh, I can only pick three. Okay. Colorado, Edmonton. I'm going to say Colorado, Edmonton, Minnesota. Okay. I would have said those exact same three. I'm going to say Colorado, Edmonton, and Calgary. I don't like what I'm seeing from the Minnesota Wild. They have mm. not been very good in the, the new The Coyotes game. did just beat them. Yeah, they're not playing well. So All right. That's my picks. Yeah, fascinating. It's fascinating stuff unfolding um, as this playoff race goes. And like we talked about yesterday, there's a group of teams that are going to have to make a decision about how all in they're mm-hmm. going at the trade deadline. And like you said to me before our show, from the trade deadline, it's only six weeks till the end of the season. So you better be fully committed. We saw the Islanders make that move. They're all in. And if this doesn't work out for them, then that's tough because they gave up a lot to get Bo Horvat. Um, it'll just be really interesting to see which teams go for it and which teams take their foot off the gas. Nashville's right on the precipice there, 54 points. They're only five ahead of St. Louis, who I think we've kind of written off. But on the flip side, they're only four behind Calgary. I'm not saying that Nashville's going to make a run, but do they try and acquire pieces to make a run? I don't know. It's it's such an interesting position. Yeah. Two things, two thoughts. Imagine if we had the play-in round still, what this would look like. Be so much more interesting wouldn't it it's still interesting but i love the idea of the playing around it seems like the only one who is against it is gary bettman like everybody else wants the playing around come on gary come on this is revenue this is a way to build revenue so do it for that reason let's let's have the playing around aside from that i have one thought on the teams that are in the running right now i really don't believe in the la kings hmm. i don't believe in them i don't think they're as good as their record i think they'll be exposed in the playoffs all right. Well, well, we'll get into our playoff predictions when that comes. Um, feel free to give your picks in the chat. Mar- uh, Mark said Washington and New York are his picks um, for the East. So I'm curious what everybody else thinks. And we will see who is proven right or wrong. I have a feeling all of us are wrong. Well, I had to keep riding with the Sabres because I picked him at the start of the year. Yeah, why not? Why not? Um, but it's hard. It, once again, it's hard to deny Alex Ovechkin because... He is in pursuit. And sorry to the people of Reddit if we talk about Alex Ovechkin too much, okay? But he is chasing a... Reddit? I don't, <laughs> I don't care what the people of Reddit think of what I say. I really don't. That's a cesspool. Uh, if you know... <laughs> Just call down. My God. Okay. Well, obviously, we're watching Alex Ovechkin chase history, but there's two insane scoring records in the right? NBA and the NHL. All in the course of a year. Right. Go ahead. Getting broken. Go ahead. You, you can lay this out. Is it LeBron James? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, that's a hallowed record. Is it LeBron James? Is it LeBron? Is it, this is Jeopardy. Is it Le- LeBron James? Um, unbelievable. I know for as much, you know, debate about the greatest NBA players. And I mean, you have to give LeBron his, his status. No doubt. No doubt. He's on, he's like on the starting five, right? Probably. Yeah. You, you're, you're figuring that out. He's not the goat. Let's, let's, 
Oh, John disagrees. MJ six and zero in the finals. LeBron has a losing record in the finals. In what did he do? What did he do before? What did he do before Rodman? And in spite of the fact that he built his dream team, which listen, MJ never got the chance to do. Oh, I think I'll bring the best players. And surprise, we won when we got to bring all the best players to Miami. But Jordan didn't do anything until Rodman and Pippen showed up. He didn't. He didn't build the team. He didn't build the team. And. I, I don't know. When I look at some of the players that LeBron was able to bring in versus what MJ did, I don't know. LeBron a- got the NBA Finals, the finals with Zadrunas Ogalskis. Had he not Zydrunas taken a two-year hiatus, he would have been 8-0 in the Finals. LeBron got to the Finals with Zydrunas Ogalskis as like a 22-year-old. Le- Jordan could never. Could Jordan, never. Jordan, Jordan was an assassin. He did not lose. That being I, said, I, I, we've had this conversation about the 93 finals. Like, oh, if Cedric Sabalos, if, nah, you weren't beating MJ. You just don't beat MJ in the finals. It simply doesn't happen. He's the best ever. No question, no argument. Forget about it. You're wrong. I will say, though, because to get, to get it slightly back on track, the NHL scoring record is far more impressive to me than the NBA yeah. scoring record. And don't even come at me with Kobe because we don't want to talk about Kobe. I don't want to talk about you guys. Court you guys are, are literally just fighting, and I have like an eyelash stuck in my eye that I've been trying to get out of. <laughs> okay, but the NHL scoring record is going to be broken. I can't believe we're witnessing Probably history. Probably not next season. He slowed a little bit, but I mean, but, but if we're, he got hot. We're watching history unfold before our eyes it's with crazy. both of these. It's unbelievable. Wayne Gretzky's goal scoring record is going to fall. Lucky. What? We're Kareem so Abdul-Jabbar's Scoring record is gonna fall? Are you kidding me? It's we're, incredible. We're so lucky. Yeah. We're so lucky. It's it's unbelievable. We're living in the golden age. And listen, part of this, people will talk about longevity. It, you're right. Longevity matters. And Kareem lasted a long damn time. I mean, he he still has 150 more games than LeBron. So that's incredible that he did it in that era. But when you talk about longevity, in be careful comparing eras because sports science, like in the last 15 to 20 years has taken leaps and bounds over where it was. So players are able to play more games because sports science is able to take care of their bodies better than it ever was before. Injuries that were catastrophic in another era are no longer catastrophic. They're not a big deal. Plus load management, all that stuff. They just manage everything. Nutrition, they manage everything better now so players can play longer. Absolutely. Which is another reason why LeBron isn't the greatest. That's the exact yeah. reason why LeBron is the greatest. But, yeah, you know. Can we just, I'm sorry, Leah, can we just get, the Watts brought it up, can we stop with this this idea that LeBron wouldn't be able to survive Jordan rules, like he wasn't an all-state high school football player. This man is is a, one of the greatest athletes in the history of organized sport. He would survive a bunch of plumbers hacking at his hands. Relax with he it. He's physical. He's, he's a very physical. He is the he is the best player. player. He is the best player in the most advanced form of the sport. Thus, he is the greatest of all time. Nah, not that. But I I do think he could he could handle the Pistons because he's he's strong. He's a strong player. He could he could hold his own. Well, as Nicholas said, these records may never ever get broken again. It's unreal. What a time to be a sports fan. What a time to be a sports fan indeed, Nicholas. Because we get to do things like play underdog fantasy when we watch sports. Right on your phone, right when you're watching instantaneously. That's fun. That's it is a great time to be a sports fan with all of that. Um, and with just all the craziness going on in the NBA with the NHL, with the Super Bowl this weekend, it's a great time to download Underdog because you can play daily fantasy with any of those leagues. Just play against one of your friends, all of your friends, small group, strangers, whatever. Just draft a team. It's just that night. Season long fantasy can be exhausting and 
at this point, you probably know where you stand in your season-long like NHL and NBA leagues. So why don't you try Daily Fantasy or play the Pick'em game on Underdog, which I also love. And I know Petey's counting down the days till baseball comes back. It's very close. So join us in that. It's super easy to get started. Go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app. Sign up with the promo code PHNX and Underdog will match your first deposit up to $100. And then once you win yourself some money and you're finally deciding it's spring cleaning coming up here, the weather's getting nice. Take stock of all your furniture. What do you need that's new? Listen, because I know there's something you need that you've been putting off. Now's the time. Go to More Furniture. Save big on the best furniture in the Valley. When you head to morefurniture.com, that's M-O-R, furniture.com. I'm in the market for a new table right now. An entire and, house of furniture. Yes, a house of furniture for the most part. But what I like about More is they have white glove delivery, which just... Makes it makes it so stress free when I have a thousand other things I'm going to be worrying about when I move. They will just deliver it and put it where it needs to go and make sure everything gets taken care of. So check out more furniture. I certainly will be upcoming soon. All right. All right. Well, we've talked a lot about playoffs, but let's go to the other end of the spectrum. And it's the t- this is where we're comfortable with these bottom teams, the tanking teams. And I want to bring up this poll that Jay Fresh did. Um, I know, Craig, you love Jay Fresh. They do unbelievable work. You can follow them on Twitter. Um, a lot of statistics. So they ran a poll. There were 3,700 votes. Fan attitudes toward lottery teams as a destination for Connor Bedard. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, the pinkish color is negative. Bl- dark blue is indifferent. Light blue is positive. So I just thought it was really interesting to see the Arizona Coyotes be one of the most negatively looked at teams at 43% having a negative feeling toward the Coyotes getting Bedard, 26 indifferent, 32 positive. Chicago, as expected, 69% negative. I think Craig is all 69%. Uh, (laughs) Only only 15% positive, which I imagine are probably Blackhawks fans. But with the best attitude is actually the San Jose Sharks. What? Like, what? Mm-hmm. So I just thought this was really, really interesting data. Too, right? Yeah, the Ducks are in a good position. Obviously, Sean's Buffalo Sabres, Nashville, kind of just these teams that are flying, like, middle of the radar. But come on, people. You don't want to see Bedard in a Kachina? Can you imagine if this were one of those years where one of those bubble playoff teams that just missed hit it, hit the odds and got Connor Bedard? That would be insane. Like the That'd Buffalo Sabres? Yeah, yeah, like the Buffalo Sabres, but they're going to be in the playoffs, as we just yeah, discussed. True. So it's not an issue. I'm stunned by the general indifference towards the Buffalo Sabres. Yeah, 46%. <laughs> Which honestly is, is like most people's opinion of Buffalo. Like they're pretty indifferent, and then they meet someone from Buffalo, and they're like, I have to hate y'all now. <laughs> so those people just clearly don't know many Buffalonians. Yeah, I just thought I just thought it was really interesting. And I, and I think a lot of it probably has to do with you know, the, the arena stuff and just the overall perception and the perception that Gary Bettman is the only reason that the Coyotes... Oh, um, um, do we have breaking um, news? Let me... Vladimir Tarasenko was a New York Ranger. Wow! Yes. Wow. Breaking news live well, on the show. I don't think Patty Kane's going to New York anymore. Holy sheesh. Wow. All right. Wow. wow. We're just breaking news. I love it. Um, well, I will look more into that at the moment, but... Wow. Tarasenko. I mean, he's been one that he's been, you know, it's he's expressed that he's not happy in St. Louis. He's been one I think we expected maybe to be traded last year. Ooh. 
Tarasenko and Artemi Panarin. But he's had a lot of injury struggles. Yes, has, that's interesting to me. I, I I really thought the Rangers wouldn't go hard after Patty Kane. I really do. And I, I they may have I mean they may have inside info. Pat Kane may have said, you know what, I'm just gonna stay here the rest of the season. Yeah. I'm a free agent. I don't know. We don't know his decision yet, but I I know that Patrick Kane loved playing with Artemi Panera. Maybe his favorite linemate ever. So I'm a little surprised that that the Rangers may be out of it. Wow. Um, yeah. So Frank Saravelli reported that on Twitter. Um, and Jay Fresh, speaking of Jay Fresh in the stats, said he's a top six sniper, still very dangerous off the mm. rush in particular. Her, his production at five on five has fallen off this season after a big jump last year, but he's still a good chance creator. That was the Jay Fresh analysis of Tarasenko. But wow. Mm. You think this puts the rangers over the edge at all really it doesn't feel like that to me that's that's why i guess i'm a little bit surprised i thought they'd make uh i mean listen if he if he recaptures who he was for even a short run sure they could they could make a run to the cup but i I really thought they'd be in on patty Kane. yeah wow shocking well (laughs) love love some breaking news live on the show um thanks sean yeah very interesting very very interesting um okay back to the bottom (laughs) Um, our reality the uh, the bat the battle of the basement um mm-hmm. this friday chicago arizona the coyotes are one five and three against the bottom teams vancouver montreal san jose anaheim chicago and columbus and they yeah. better keep I removed that ottawa up. from this mix from the last time i did yes. this because ottawa's gotten a little bit hot ottawa still thinks it might be a playoff team it's not but <laughs> they're no longer in the running for you know the worst record in the nhl yeah but the Coyotes need to step step that up. Anaheim is now tied with Arizona. I never thought we'd see the day. Anaheim had a horrible start out of the gate. Columbus and Chicago right now holding it down. Columbus 34 points in 32nd place. I think Columbus is going to finish with the worst record in the NHL. The Blackhawks still have a couple games in hand. And, and if Patty Kane decides to stay in Chicago, I could see that team hitting another one of those runs where – they climb past the Coyotes, but I don't think anybody's catching the Columbus Blue Jackets. This team just looks dead on the ice. Yeah, and Chicago, they're 5-4-1 and one in their last 10. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're kind of riding a little bit of a high. If they beat Arizona, it, it's it's inching them closer and closer. And we didn't think it was possible. There four was points back? Um, Is it four for the Blackhawks right now? Five. Five. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a big gap to fill, but at one point it was 11, and we thought at one point that was impossible. And and I know we keep saying, you know, we talk about all the pieces the Coyotes are going to send off at the trade deadline, and it's probably going to make them worse. But, you know, everyone's counter is. But the Blackhawks are going to do the same thing. So I I understand that, but I don't know. Sometimes teams go in the opposite direction where they almost want to, like, prove – yeah. Prove you wrong. If Chicago has had a lot of AHL players up the season already. Like, it's going to be very similar. And it's hard to make trades, too. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I know the expectation is, oh, you're, they're going to move five or six players. Probably not. That, that, that doesn't happen. It, it's really hard to make trades in, in this era of, of the cap because the cap hasn't been going up. And teams are in, teams had, you know, in previously they had banked on the cap going up. And that's how they, did their forecast. So it's really hard to fit guys in right now. I don't know that you're going to find any team that's able to move more than three, maybe four guys. It's going to be really tough. Yeah, absolutely. So again, I just, I cannot wait. I'm just counting down, counting down the days 
till the NHL trade deadline. I need it. I need the excitement in my life. Um, And by the way, I want to just address this comment from Design Love about Ovechkin and the stuff with Russia and the Ukraine. Craig specifically, like we've been very, we've called out Ovechkin and uh, in terms of you know stuff with Russia. So we us laughing about Ovechkin that has to do with like Reddit and us apparently talking about him too much in his pursuit of his record. Yes, we would never laugh off. No. The situation people in the were, Ukraine people were angry and that Russia. we were discussing Ovechkin so much. But by the way, it was when he was coming to play here, so it yes. made sense. But but yeah, we're definitely not taking that situation no. lightly. It's disgusting. No, absolutely. So just want to want to address that because I don't yeah. want anybody to think that we think otherwise. No, no, and that's that's the problem with jumping to conclusions off of with, with too little information. Yeah. Sorry, that's yeah. not what we were saying at all. Yeah. All right. Well. The Coyotes, they have they actually have a homestand coming up at the end of this month, which an actual one, not just two games, like an actual homestand of four games. Um, so lots of opportunity to see the Coyotes in person at Mullet, but also lots of opportunities to see Kevin Durant as a Phoenix Sun upcoming too. So for all of your ticketing needs for whatever event you want to go to, check out Game Time. Um, wait till the last minute, save up to 60%. I've even watched, like, I, I don't know if I would pay for a Super Bowl ticket, but I've watched those tickets drop every single day. And mm. there are Super Bowl tickets on Game Time. So if you're feeling a little crazy, why not go for it? Um, save up to 60%, of course, when you wait till the last minute. And the best way to support us is by when you buy your tickets through the link below in our description. Um, and that's not just for sporting events. It's for concerts and shows as well. I am monitoring a couple of different concerts, and I'm going to just wait till the very last second, um, which is kind of fun. And that's why I love game time. And speaking of Kevin Durant, as if I just we're just finding ways to bring him up in every single conversation. Um <laughs> We have to because he is a Phoenix Sun, and of course we have a new T-shirt. Of course, Kevin Durant's Phoenix Sun, and we weren't gonna have a new T-shirt. Who do you think we are? Check this out: the Kevin Durant Slim Valley Reaper T-shirt. Go to the phnxlocker.com right now to get yours, and make sure you get it before it sells out. Get it, and you can rock this at Kevin Durant's first game as a. Phoenix Sun. This shirt is unbelievable. It is unbelievable. <laughs> like it's, it's that is incredible. Yeah, just un- wow. absolutely amazing. And if you're a diehard, you get 20% off all merch. So if you're a diehard, you get 20% off this very shirt. Or if you're not a diehard and you want to become a diehard, you get a free shirt or a hat every year at sign up. So this can be the free shirt you get when you become a diehard. So just a lot of great situations. I obviously recommend becoming a diehard so you get access mm. to all of the stories that Craig does. A little bit of extra work I'm not because Craig doesn't care about all his other stories. Just kidding. Um, but <laughs> no, but diehard only content on the website as well as access to the Discord. And like I said, 20% off merch and events. But check out this new shirt, phnextlocker.com. Go get it now. I'm going to like as soon as our show ends, <laughs> I, I got to go order mine. I love it. I'm wearing my um, Sunset Drive Devin Booker. I had to wear – I felt like I had to wear a sun shirt today. Like it just – I act, I decided to wear a black shirt, unlike Sean, who decided to wear a white hoodie and a, with a white T-shirt underneath. <laughs> you just gave me a death glare. We're going to somehow lose the feed right now. On that note, we should probably wrap this up. Um, as Mark said, hit that like button um, on this video, whether you're watching live, whether you're watching later. Craig, do you have any final thoughts? Any other news or notes? I got nothing else. I got to get to writing my Kevin Durant story. So. Yeah, Craig is writing a Kevin Durant story for the website. So check that out. We appreciate everybody in the chat. We appreciate you all 
listening later, make sure to subscribe. Leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts, Apple or Spotify. Follow PHNX Sports across all social platforms. Everything is happening all at once this week. We got Super Bowl, the Waste Management, NBA trade deadline. It's all going on. So give PHNX Sports a follow on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We got you all covered. Um, seriously, just it's, it's all happening. That's all I can say. And of course, you can follow us. Follow PD at S. Peter Talkie. Give him a shout out for his Roman read yesterday. Yeah. Money. You can follow Craig at Craig S. Morgan. Follow me at Leah Merrill. Follow Sean at Sean underscore to pause. Give him some laundry tips. Um, and you can follow our show at PHNX underscore Coyotes. We'll be back live after the Coyotes take on the Chicago Blackhawks tomorrow night. But until then, enjoy the rest of your day, everybody. You know, if you haven't checked out What Chaos yet, you oughta, because we've had all your favorite players on the show. I'm talking Seth Jones, Lena Solmar, Connor Bedard, whoever it may be. We're live every day on YouTube at noon Eastern, but also available on all podcast platforms, including the one you're listening to right now. We got guests, and yeah, we're also doing a bit of chit-chat, goofing around, laughing at what makes us laugh in hockey. So regardless of how deep you are into your hockey fandom... Come listen to What Chaos. We'll talk about your favorite team. We'll talk about your least favorite team and everybody in between. And we're having a ton of fun doing it every single day, Monday through Thursday. It's What Chaos, presented by All City Network.